hey friends and people and I've got two dogs here today and Mandy has her dog hello to all the things welcome to find your friends I'm just all glad. are welcome all I'm are welcome glad to be here listen here we are here we are so I um have had a day I've done a lot of things. I am in Macon. I had um, a party last night, but I'm a little like sweaty and out of breath because I, don't be shocked, went to the cemetery. And everybody now has matching bows and the one that was broken is disposed of. Listen, I'm glad everybody's going to feel the equal treatment. It's important. Yeah. So important. that's there we go. Um, how are you today, Mandy? Listen, I'm fine. Uh, I drove to Noonan and back yesterday. Or actually, I didn't drive, like, sorry, let me correct myself. I did not drive to Noonan. I don't know how many of my Noonan friends listen. I was not in Noonan. I was in Moreland. Oh, <laughs> even better. Home of? Uh, yeah. Louis Grizzard. Um, but no, so little little Ronnie has got that respiratory virus. Yeah. That you keep reading about dogs getting. Yeah. Um, and so it's very contagious. And although I mean I've had her for over three weeks, so God knows, surely it's not still contagious. Hello, friends. <laughs> sweet things he will not leave my side he is worried about me oh um but i couldn't the people who come and stay at my house for me were unavailable mm. but then the other options were for her to go to the vet and board for the night or go to Susie's, and she'd be exposing other dogs so yeah listen i just put her in the back seat of the car and drove what to more do we went into the office of my client and we signed a bunch of documents with her in the office. I was like, listen, I got to bring my dog. Sorry. Um, they were fine with it. So we got her done, got in the car and drove back. How'd she do in the car? She's great in the car. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. As, Good. as Beth said last night, it's been a minute since I had an easy car rider. Um, right. So, yeah. So yeah. So, hey, here we are. And I'm doing, like, this week, I'm trying to do all of the work things. Mm, yeah, so, um, be done. so I can be done or at least, like, tie up all the loose ends next week. I'm going to be working next week, too. But I'm trying to, like, just get as much done as I can this week. So I've just been cramming. And I've got, like, I think I've got two signing ceremonies tomorrow. So I've been turning out all those documents and then two more the next week so just churning and burning churning and burning baby yep i love that i love that so, um it's the it, season it is it's yes and over the weekend uh did my music at church so that was fun um yes so it's not on my list but i too went to some christmas music at um Dunwoody United Methodist, which was fantastic. Orchestra, handbells, all the things. 
But I texted Mandy the whole time because I was feeling the peer pressure to stand up during the, um, you know, handles, whatever, if they stood up and he directed us to. So I follow directions. There you so, go. You know, the saga continues. I mean, this is a never ending, joyous, hallelujah saga. And I'm <laughs> Yeah, we did not sing the Holly Chorus, so we didn't have to worry about that. But we had um, the children, the, our, we got a new choir director sort of towards the end of COVID, but it was mm -hmm. still like, like our choir director who we had had um, quit probably, I don't know, two or three months into COVID, she quit. And so then, you know, of course, we had to do a search to get a new one come in and then Darren and his wife Natalie um, who are both great musicians came in sort of at the end of all that cycle of crazy COVIDness um, but one thing they have done Natalie has started a music academy that's based mm -hmm. at the church which is great and they do piano lessons and voice lessons and guitar lessons and she has started some children's choirs uh -huh. And so one of the children's choirs uh, sang with us. Oh, great. Which was really fun. But I got so tickled at rehearsal on Saturday because the, it's all, there's one one little boy and the rest, like probably seven or eight girls. And they were all just, you know, very shy. And yeah. my little church, our sanctuary's T90. And so when we have a big orchestra and all that, we have to meet in the gym. They meet mm -hmm. in the gym for the 11 o'clock service every Sunday, but um, both services are in the gym. So we're doing all this in a gym and they're, you know, just being sort of shy and not singing very loudly. And they kept saying, come on, sing. I want you to sing as loud as you can. Sing as loud as you can. And um, the dogs are cracking me up. They're trying to figure out where that other voice is. What is happening? They are and they're just they're being very sniffy that's well they're just yeah. checking it out yep um but I got so tickled thinking about me and my friends at that age mm. and nobody ever had to tell us to sing out <laughs> if somebody had told us to sing as loudly as we possibly can <laughs> it would not have been good <laughs> yeah I love it yeah yeah but anyway so that was all good that was all good and um Ronnie's doing fine she's settling in she's appointed herself as the president of the HOA oh so she's on patrol you know, um, I don't know who voluntarily does that but Ronnie has I'm she is for it he is operating in a supervisory capacity everyone we see outside She's going to check it out and make sure that they are following what they need to be following. And if it is not up to her standards, she will let them know. Love it. Love yeah. It. So, well, we're working on that behavior a little bit. Well, so. I mean, I have safety patrol Yeah. here yeah. with me today. And I will tell you last night we were walking and a man was, you know, this time of year, we're, it's pretty deserted. Um, and so it was just us and some man comes walking towards us and I wasn't bothered by him at all. But in the event that I were, he probably would have left me alone because she certainly let him have it. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's sort of the other big news as far as in my world. And so I didn't realize that this had actually happened and they had published it. So this must be very recent. Well, it happens late in the weekend, like maybe Saturday night or Sunday maybe okay so the big the biggest free agency of the baseball season 
we have all known it's going to be Shohei Otani. For those of you who aren't baseball fans, because my goal is to keep y'all conversant in the baseball. Yes. And perhaps interested in the baseball. Shohei Otani is, uh, is a Japanese player. He came over maybe six or seven years ago and signed with the Angels. Um, he's a He is a pitcher and mm-hmm. a position player. He plays the outfield, although he mostly DHs. Um, which is highly unusual. And, you know, kids grow up who are athletic who do both, mm-hmm. but it has not been encouraged um, to let them continue doing that. Most of the right. time, by the time they get to high school or definitely college, you have to pick one or the other. But since he was coming from Japan, he had been allowed to do both. And part of the reason he signed with the Angels is because they agreed to let him do, sort of let him keep trying and let him sort of figure it out. And he's done great. He's won the MVP, I think, three times. He's um, amazing. It's just like he's a great pitcher and a great hitter. Um, and so he and Mike Trout, and Mike Trout was the best baseball player in the 2010s. Yeah. Like, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Still a really good player. He's gotten hurt a lot. But he and Mike Trout have been on the same team, and they have not been able to win. They have not played in a postseason game. Which is crazy. So, you know, baseball's not like, you know, football or basketball, especially. Like basketball, if you've got one good player, you can kind of run the gamut. Um, Football, if you've got a quarterback, then you're going to, you know, you've got a better chance. Mm -hmm. One player cannot make the difference at baseball. It just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And so these two amazing players have never played a postseason game and so he made very clear as he was entering into this free agency that he wanted to go to a winner that was his goal was to go to a winner and everybody like all year long has been anticipating like the Dodgers at the trade deadline this year like basically didn't do anything and everybody's like they're saving money because they want to get Otani um and I think even last postseason like last offseason they didn't really do a whole lot I feel like we've been talking about him going the Dodgers for or thinking he would go the Dodgers for a while now yeah so and they you know they they've been saving their money and could because the talk was people probably thought he'd get about 500 million dollars is what they thought well and then at the end of the season he tore his UCL for the second time and had to have Tommy John surgery. Mm. So it's the second Tommy John. And those are a lot harder to come back from than just one Tommy John. So then people said, Oh, well maybe he won't get the 500 million because now there's no guarantee he's going to be a great pitcher anymore. And he won't be able to pitch it all next season because he had Tommy John. Yeah. So then it was like, well, he may not, he may not hit that $500 million threshold. It may not happen. Y'all. That man signed a $700 million contract. $700 million. million. It, I feel like we should all put our pinkies to our, the corner of our mouths. Ah, uh, me. The, it's with the Dodgers, right? It's with the Dodgers, yep. Apparently the Giants offered him the same deal. Really? That he went with the Dodgers. Um. And here's the other crazy thing about it. It's not just like at 700 million, like full stop. That's crazy. Yeah. 97% of the contract is deferred so that it's a 10 year contract 
over those 10 years that he's actually playing, he will only make $2 million a year. He will be one of the lowest paid players on the Dodgers roster for the 10 years that he's playing. The other $68 million will be paid out over 10 years after the 10-year contract. I mean, he may still be playing with the Dodgers, but it will be after his this. So they're hoping to finance it with winnings of, well, with merchandise sales and with winnings from big games and that kind of thing. And the fact that he was willing to do it just shows that indeed he wants to win because he wants to free up for them more money to go get more people. So before we knew how it was structured, you know, my friend Kelly and I were like $700 million. Oh my gosh. But we're like, but Hey, they still need starting pitching and they're not going to be able to get it now because they're paying him $700 million. Like they're tapped out. They will be. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's the craziest thing, but I mean, he's really promising them that he will get them. He will work to get them those championship monies. And he, the other big thing apparently is he bring the, the Japanese market yeah. that he brings in. It just like, it's a whole nother exponential. They're on the West coast. It's gotta be pretty um, robust out there where they can well and readily available and to come to games. In Japan itself, like they all watch the games and buy the merchandise in Japan. Um, I was looking at uh, the podcast that you told us to listen to last week. Pablo Torre finds out mm-hmm. they were talking about this and how people have gotten so sportscasters have gotten so upset because he won't. Um, oh yeah, talk about he won't. Right, he, he won't talk about anything. Yeah, he wanted. He's very well. He's a funny dude. Anyway, like people, the Braves traded. They got two angels. I think he announced it. I think all this was announced on Saturday, like late Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And earlier that day, or maybe on Friday, the Braves had gotten two Angels players, one of whom is his favorite catcher, and one of whom is like his best friend on the team. And everybody's like, ooh, are the Braves get? I'm like, they, they have can't you afford Alex Anthopoulos? He doesn't pay anybody. Nobody on the Braves makes $25 million a year. There was not a chance in hell that Alex yeah. Anthopoulos was ever going to sign Shohei Otani. It wasn't going to happen. But the other thing is he's very, like, he doesn't, he only makes himself available to the press on the days he pitches. Yeah. Otherwise, he does not talk to the press at all. Um, he What's that I'm mad about? He won the MVP this year, and when he won, it showed him sitting in his house with his dog. And so some of the reporters were like, "Yeah, so What's this his dog's is name. This and is where the theory. Did you listen to that Pablo Torres one about? Okay, so this is the theory of why he didn't. I have heard this theory. One of the theories is that his dog's name is Dodger. Well, his, he had named, the theory was he had named his dog after the team where he wanted to ultimately end up. And so that's yeah. why he didn't want to disclose it. So, and then his Walker, dog's name was Dodger. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller, who's a Vandy boy and a pitcher for the Dodgers. He's also recovering from his second Tommy John. He was like, as soon as they announced the show, hey deal, Walker says, 
Oh, the dog's name's Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get. You, we keep saying dog and like they're going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he is holding my hand and making listen. me pet him right now. I wish I could. Anyway, Texas, go lay down. Go lay down. You're making me crazy. Go lay down. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, anyway, so I thought that was really interesting. And it also reiterates, stop. It reiterates the fact that you should always do what Mandy tells you to. <laughs> That's a great podcast. I really like it. Yeah. I thank like you Pablo for that little tip like from Pablo. last week. I like Pablo a lot. Yeah. And the uh, other people on there are good too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Mina, Mina Kimes. I don't know if she's been on one. She's good. She was the original host of the ESPN Daily Podcast that then Pablo went on to host. Like when Mina left, Pablo took over for Mina. So I've had both of them in my ears for many years. Um yeah. But anyway, so now hopefully we'll uh, see some movement on the big dogs, uh, the rest of the free agents in the baseball market, and hopefully they will all hey. be going to the Dodgers. Hey, stop. They are <laughs> fighting now. Hey, Texas, come here. Sit. Both of you sit. You need to be sweet. Oh, my gosh. They never do this. They normally just lay down and sleep. Well, you normally aren't talking with somebody else they can hear. This is what he does. Yeah, they're just he holds my hand. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Sorry about that. But yeah, so I had not heard where he landed or what the deal was. So I appreciate that. Lay down. Lay down. Lay Brace down. fans, just gird your loins because the Dodgers are going to be with Freddie and with Mookie and with Shohei. Shohei, what the heck? Yeah. And they're going to go get a bunch of pitching. They're already, it's already, uh, today I saw that rumored they're going to get Tyler Glass now from the Rays, who's a great really? pitcher. So, here we go. Lay down, lay down, lay down right there. Come on, lay down, lay down. Okay. Oh, oh my God, lay down. <laughs> I'm gonna, so sorry. You're just going to have to ignore him. <laughs> He is, I can't, his nose is like in my business. Yeah. And then they try to fight and I, anyway. Okay. So my week, um, I'm halfway done. My last final at, on Monday at seven o'clock at night. Crazy town. But it's done. I'm starting to get grades back and I mean, I'm passing. So good. I'm, I'm doing fine. Everything. I know you are. Yeah, I'm all right. Um, but I'm so excited. Um, and then I got up the next day and got my hair done. Can you tell it's a lot blonder now? No. And right, yeah, it's supposed to look natural, not overdone. And then I came down here, and last night, <laughs> look, I know I'm an old lady. I own it. But I went to the garden club party for Shirley Hills Garden Club. Girl, I would go to that in New Look, York. They have been making the same homemade eggnog recipe that is very strong since like 1940 something. It is so good. I would go to that in a it New was York. So, there was a lot of sparkle happening. Oh, yeah. It was great. We had to help a lot of old people out to cars. It was all just, it was great. 
Because listen, that's the responsible thing to do yeah. is put the old people in their car after they've yeah. had a bunch of really strong eggnog. <laughs> Maybe we could get Uber to sponsor the party. It's all the same neighborhood. So literally they just had to drive around the corner. That's it's true. fine. <laughs> I didn't even put my seatbelt on. It's fine. I just went down the street. It's fine. Just don't, just don't run off the road at 1269 Jackson Springs. Okay. Well, you then you'll end up in a ditch. Lay in a ravine. <laughs> I did almost um, run the heck over some of my people going there because they were dressed in dark clothes. Um, and anyway, but one of my favorite little couples was there. And he has a, he's, was a writer. I don't know. You might have known him. I think he taught at Mercer. His name is, this is the best name ever. Southern Sims is his name. And Southern is very tall, but he's um, got a cane now. And his wife's name is Mary Sims. And they're the most delightful, lovely people. But that's kind of, that gives you an idea of the kind of party it was. The guy's name was Southern Sims. You have to say it like that. Hey, Southern, how are you? Oh, Katie. And it was Mary, I feel Mary. sure. Mary, mm-hmm. Oh, Katie, we were so glad that you were here tonight. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, sir. <laughs> but it's That's so good. It's always good to be back here, like where you grew up, because, you know, people are excited to see you and nobody gets this excited to see me. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Well, good. That's yeah, fine. that was nice. Um, last Saturday was... The one time I was really, really glad I watched college game day this year because there was only one game and they took a lot of time to um, to tell stories, which is what we watched for in the first place. Right? Good. Um, and it was for the Army-Navy game, which, you know, military stuff in the USA and rah-rah always gets me because, you know, I had a grandfather that was in the Navy and one in the Air Force. And um, I know some Marines. And so I just, I got real teary because it was really sweet storytelling. And I was like, finally, people. Good. And then the uh, that night was the Heisman ceremony and they did the same thing. Yeah. What was I doing? I was doing something on Saturday night that I was like, oh, the Heisman ceremony's on. Uh, I'm not turning it on. I, I really, um, I mean, this sounds terrible, but I was glad Bo Nix didn't win because I would have been really sad. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like, they weren't saying bad things about Auburn, but I was like, golly, Brian Harson just screwed us over. So it was a little sad to watch, but they were, ESPN did a great job telling the stories um, of each person and every one of them seemed like a genuinely good human. And so I'm really glad the kid from LSU won. Um, It was just a great, feel good, story filled evening. And that's what we want game day. If you're listening, that's what we want. We love the stories. Well, I'm glad you got to scratch that itch a little bit at least. I did, I did. Um, The other thing that I'm really upset about from this week is that I use DirecTV Stream and they are in a war with Tegna. And I never heard of Tegna, but Tegna apparently owns, among many other stations, 
the NBC station in Atlanta. And so I cannot get NBC right now. And I know the Summer Olympics are far, far off, but I'm going to need them to fix it. Because <laughs> if well, I can't get any of the NBC stuff. Well, you know, I don't have cable. Cable used to be included in our HOA fee. Yes, that's right. Anymore, but the only option we had for cable, it's just crappy. And so I'm yeah. like, I'm not paying for that. And so I just use my mom's. <laughs> xfinity login yeah and on my fire stick well but like a couple times i've been like oh well i watched that football game and i go to log in and because i'm in a different Mm. zip code or i'm not on her home wi-fi or whatever it is i can't watch it and i'm like well that won't do yeah i'm either good if it comes down to it because apparently it blocked out the cbs down here in macon so they own a bunch of stations. And so I'm hoping that they get it worked out pretty soon. If not, I'm going to have to go with like YouTube TV or Hulu or something. But I like Direct TV because they've got the big sports package with the SEC network and all the ESPNs. And I'm logged in through all, you know, through my Direct TV. So I may have to like write my, you know, Senator or Tanga representative or whoever I got to write. And be like, look, heifers, I need y'all to figure this out. Because <laughs> it's been just a couple weeks in. now. Just don't call in and harass the little girl who answers the phone. Well, you know, I worked in a call center at Geico when I first started. So I don't do that because I have been called every single name in the book. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I just need to get it worked out. I know it's just a ploy. I'm very surprised because down here, that meant that they missed the um, SEC championship game. So I'm extremely, I'm sure they got some nasty phone calls. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We'll see. Hopefully it won't take too long. But if it does, I'm going to have to get some other options. Summer date. Because I can't miss the Olympics now. I mean, that's like, those are fighting words. And if I got to get everything redone and reset up, it's going to take me a minute. (laughs) (sighs) So that's kind of been my week. I'm trying to think today. Well, like I said, today I went to the cemetery and that's the biggest thing. Everybody has matching bows now. Very proud. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, So this week, friends, we decided that we were going to talk about our favorite Christmas movies. I have not done as good of a job this year as I normally do, but usually every day I watch a Christmas movie or sometimes I double up or sometimes I don't get to it. But I have, don't be shocked, I have a list on my phone and every time I watch a movie, it gets a Christmas tree put by it. (laughs) I know, look. I know. Okay. So I thought we would um, talk about our favorite Christmas movies and then a couple of controversies with Christmas movies and see if y'all have the same opinions we do. I don't know what Mandy's opinion is on this, um, but we'll see. So Mandy, talk to me and tell me about your favorite Christmas movie list and why you love them. Well, when I first was like, first saw this prompt that Katie had suggested, I was like, oh, Katie will just have to talk about that. Um, 
because like I'm fine I'm not a movie person necessarily like if you start trying to quote a movie line to me I'm not gonna know it unless it's Goodwill Hunting or Still Mm. Magnolias or Top Gun I mean I'm right there with you on um I can't quote Goodwill Hunting and Top Gun but I could definitely quote Still Magnolias yeah so unless it's from one of those three movies I don't have any clue what you're talking about um I haven't seen a lot of like like Adam Sandler movies okay Um, I love Will Ferrell but just doesn't scratch my itch so just sort of not a movie person so when Katie was like what's your favorite Christmas movie now and then I was looking at the one she listed I was like I mean they're all fine I like them but and then I thought well Charlie Brown Christmas isn't it great favorite Christmas movie not only that the soundtrack on that one is and that's what it is I can vividly remember so my mom taught second grade and I can vividly remember she had a record player in her room and she would play that record during Christmas Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's a thousand percent the soundtrack yes Um, and then I do remember like Rudolph, like the cartoon, like the old cartoon. This claymation one, cartoony yeah. looking. Yeah, I love those. I love those. So with that, when I think of Christmas movie and like Frosty, again, singing the songs, Rudolph oh. and Frosty. Um, that's really what I think about. I don't have any like we I remember us watching uh yeah, Elf with mm-hmm. Will. Um but you know like other than that it's like okay that's great yeah well i i love them just because i'm so i love a good story like we know and i'm so nostalgic Mm -hmm. um my favorite christmas movie is white christmas gotta love sisters it's not even about the christmas part yet but that's my favorite song and i have that on repeat um, I'm gonna need you two puppy dogs to pipe down is what I'm gonna need. We can't hear them. Okay, good. Well, they're like they just play fight. They're not really fighting. Okay. Um, the other one that I always watch first to start the Christmas season off, Christmas vacation. Now I can quote some of those, like Shitter's full, Clark, and those yeah, kind of I things. would get that reference. Yeah. Yes. And the moose mug with the punch in it not the santa mug they use the moose mugs where you hold on to the antler and drink oh my gosh like i want a set of those so i mean christmas vacation is amazing but the two that i watch on christmas eve and christmas day so i watch polar express on christmas eve in my pajamas with hot chocolate like a by myself like a ding dong and then on christmas day i watch usually watch elf um because it makes me laugh and it's just mm-hmm. so feel good but there are lots of say, movies in between that i watch um uh, i will say polar express i guess it was popular about the time like when will was really in the trains I mean, he loved some Thomas when he was little. Yes. Um, and so, I can't remember. I don't think we, they may have. I don't think I was with them if they went and rode, like, the Polar Express. Oh, yeah, they have those all over. Yeah. yeah. Um, But one of the years that he had to go to his dad's for Christmas, thankfully that didn't happen very much. Um, But one of the years that he did 
there was some sort of Polar Express theme in our, so we all, like my grandpa, 80-year-old grandparents, my parents, all of us, we went and picked him up in our pajamas. And then took him. And when we, and you know, we picked him up at like four in the afternoon or something. Yeah. And when we got home, everybody was in their pajamas asleep, pretending to be asleep. All the adults were asleep. Stop. And we had put a little bell on his bedroom door, like the Polar Express bell. And y'all, that child looked at us and he said, Mama, sissy, I'm the boy. <gasps> oh, stop it. Now oh, my- <laughs> right? And now he's was- right from high school. Ah, it was perfect. Oh, so sweet. It really is. Of all the new children's anything, to me, that is the most perfect Christmas. Like most of the things I like are older, like traditional old, but the I just love Polar Express. I think it's sweet and it has a great message and it's just so much fun. The music is great. Anyway, I just love it. Gotta love Tom Hanks. And now, oh, and now I love that story even more. Right? Yeah. Um, Polar Express is my favorite Christmas. Yes. I love that. I love that. It's definitely in my, yeah. I mean, I watch it Christmas Eve. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. So the great controversy among people that do love Christmas movies, there are actually two. The second one I didn't even know about. Somebody asked me about it when I mentioned this first controversy. Um, the first one is, you know, is Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, are they Christmas movies? They are set during the Christmas season, but does that make them a Christmas movie since they are action movies as well? I say yes. I watch them every year. I love I don't them. Remember, I don't remember Lethal Weapon enough to even remember that Christmas is involved. I mean, it's before... Um, our what's his name oh god mel it's before mel went nuts right so mel gibson is at full peak mel gibson i remember seeing it at the moultrie twin cinema yeah and danny glover the the house is decorated for christmas you know it's just it's not it's an action movie but it's just so good i just have to watch it so i think they are christmas movies and they are on my christmas list some people are die hard no pun intended absolutely not that is not a christmas movie you're a terrible human if you think so which i don't think that's a hill i think anybody should die on yeah absolutely The other one I heard the other day, and I don't watch these movies. I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan because I don't like scary stuff, but I have friends that are. And somebody said that his Nightmare Before Christmas, people think is a Halloween movie and not a Christmas movie. But it clearly says Christmas in the title. (laughs) I don't know that I've ever seen it. (laughs) I haven't either. (laughs) <laughs> but if you have feelings about that we would love to hear them weigh in in the comments on the uh, instagram or text us and tell us we're all crazy <laughs> either way <sighs> so what are your favorite christmas movies that's what we want um you know we want to hear from you tell us either text us um or put it in comments in the instagram stuff and we'll um we'll see if there are any crazy ones that we would never thought of in all of all the comments 
Um, so next up is my turn to do food. And I thought, well, I have to take something to potluck. And I thought y'all might like to know what I take because especially with a church potluck, sometimes we have come and everybody's brought hash browns or everybody's brought, you know, a fluff salad. So I try to bring something that is good, but not something that everybody in the world would bring. And what I love to bring and what I brought to this last one that we had Sunday was a spinach and artichoke casserole. It's basically a spinach and artichoke dip, but with different proportions to make it a casserole. And the recipe will be in the show notes. It's super easy. It's exactly what you think it should be. It's cream cheese and sour cream and spinach and artichokes. It's super easy, Um, but it's done in proportions where it's more like a casserole than a dip. And everybody loves it. And it's a, a, you know, a flavor pairing that they're used to, uh, but it's not just the typical potluck dish. So maybe what do you normally bring to a potluck? Girl, I haven't been to a potluck in a minute. Even at church, y'all haven't had like a... Well, so we usually do um, at Christmas and at Easter when we're singing at both services, um, we'll bring something to for everybody to eat in between two services so i guess i have done a potluck um but it's a breakfast potluck oh i love those we do those sometimes too even after church we'll do a breakfast for lunch and i'll tell you what was really nice this year is that one of the sunday school classes stepped up and said we will take care of feeding the choir and the orchestra in between i didn't have to get up at the crack of dawn and bake off my uh, cinnamon rolls that I had That's made nice. or sausage balls. Um, that is I that kind of, is that what you like to go to for breakfast? Yeah, I was, I have made, like I made it, I've made a coffee cake. Um, I've done cinnamon rolls, but I'm here to tell you, if you're going to a breakfast potluck, just go ahead and make the sausage balls. Yeah. Make them like Nanny made them, which is half the bisquick and double the cheese from whatever recipe you see yes that's how nanny made them and hers are the best um and just go on and take sausage balls because that's what people want i'm telling yeah. you or pigs in a blanket i find mm-hmm. one of those two pickup breakfasty things goes so fast um i love the idea of half the Half the biscuit, double the cheese. cheese. Have you tried doing it with pimento cheese before? Have we talked about this? No. Somebody I saw somewhere, or a friend maybe brought some that were pimento cheese instead of just shredded cheese. Yeah, I've seen that. Listen, we just don't mess with perfection. I know, right? Like, I just, okay. But I'm going to note that. And some people use the Cheddar Bay Biscuit Red Lobster Mix instead of Bisquick. Oh, okay. Right? right but i think um i haven't decided what i'm gonna do because i'm gonna be back down here but i'll need to cook myself breakfast so i I might make some sausage balls and just bring them with me that's what we make christmas morning we have sausage balls um and if i'm feeling up to it i'll because my sister loves nothing more than a cinnamon roll Mm. Um, and so i have made homemade cinnamon rolls before 
that we'll have while we're open in presence. And those are no, those are not for the faint of heart. Those are yeast. Once you've done them, it's not hard. Well, you know what? My favorite thing to bring in, my sister-in-law loves these. And I don't know if she'll ask me to bring anything. Sometimes I give it to her as a gift. (laughs) It is a layer of crescent rolls, two blocks of cream cheese, as much sugar as your heart desires, and as much vanilla as your heart desires. And spread that over the crescent rolls and bake it. And it's a giant cream cheese Danish. And it is a hit. I've made it for class. Um, I've made it for Christmas. It's super easy. You can even make it the night before and just throw it in the oven that day. So that's mm-hmm. another real easy thing to do. If your sister likes those cinnamon rolls and you don't want to go to all the trouble, it's delicious. Well, I will say more often than not, we usually end up with some sister Schubert's. Look, look. But listen, look. no harm in that. No. Um, and then Lewis I- will do his famous breakfast casserole that we will eat after we're done opening presents. Mm, you have like multiple. So the the thing that I like that my sister-in-law makes for Christmas lunch, we do kind of a brunch, um, or she does, because she's great and hostess, um, is a, it's got collards and grits. Yum. It's so good. I'll make sure to get the recipe from her. Mm-hmm. And then you put eggs on top and bake it. It's delicious. Sounds a little bit like, you know, Birch introduced me to, what's it called? A soul bowl, I think maybe, but it's grits with collards Mm. and barbecue on top. So yeah, one time when I was house sitting sitting for him, I was like, I'm going to go to Southern Soul and have dinner when y'all get home. What would y'all like? Like, what should I get? And she was like, just get some barbecue and some collards and I'll make some grits and we'll have cell bowls. And it was so good. It's about the time of year for me to make a pot of collards. So that's happening mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Shayla Griffiths. Yum. Can't wait. Yep. Birch, thank you for that. With the Marsh Hen Mill grits. She introduced yes. me to those too. So, um, yeah, so I'll get those recipes definitely. Um, and we'll share those after Christmas, but I love a collard and that's a great way to eat them mm-hmm. as well. Um, awesome. So that's my tip is to take, it doesn't have to be what I took, but take something that is just a little bit different that people so still had, enjoy. So our breakfast this year was lunch. So we had, I would t- and I'll tell you what we had. So we had a honey baked ham. Love it. And then we had lots of different sort of wrap sandwiches and egg salad and chicken salad, little croissants. And somebody had made some mashed potatoes and then put bacon and chives and cheddar on top and then baked it. Yum. That was really nice talking. A twice baked potato casserole. I think if you Google it that way, you could probably find something similar. It's so good. Um, and then we had lots and lots of green beans. See, that's, that's why you find something that's easy to do. And that's a go-to that's yep. just a little bit different. Yep. Yep. A little different. yep. Somebody could put out, I thought it was pepper jelly. It was mint jelly. So I went and got my perfect little cream cheese and pepper jelly bite. And it was mint jelly. So that was a disappointment. That's very disappointing. Yeah. But. I made up for it with some good pound cake. There we go. Love it. 
Um, so uh, that's my tip. And I would love to get, I always love a good recipe. So if you have something that you normally take, that's a little bit different, that's not what everybody else brings. I would love to hear about that too. So pressure you feel when you have taken your dish and set it on that community table to see what is left when you go pick it up. I know, honey. I know there was some good stuff. There were like four different corn dishes though. So I was very glad that I made the thing that was just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, people loved it. So there we go. Good. So this week, Mandy, it's your turn for favorites. And I am, I'm again, getting my phone out so I can start ordering and favoriting and savoring all the things. Okay, good, good. Um, the first thing is I'm really mad. I didn't mention it when we were talking about our favorite online shops. Oh, Okay. It is Thistle Farms. Um, do you know about Thistle Farms? Girl, you're going, huh? I do not. I'm typing it in right now. You're going to love Thistle Farms. Thistle Farms is based in Nashville. And it is a program that supports women who are recovering addicts or have been uh, sex workers um, and are trying to get their lives together. And so... It was started as that, and then they have developed this great, they have a cafe in Nashville, but then they also have retail, and their stuff is so good. They have amazing candles, they have lotion, they yep. have, um, my favorite is, if you're looking at the website, it's like a balm, it's like a, um, it comes in a little tube, it's not a, like, Lotion, so body but, so some of the yeah. categories are like body essential oils apparel decor jewelry body it would be under body yeah. and it's like it's sort of like a aquaphor consistency okay but it smells delicious and so like during covid when we were all washing our hands every whip stitch it okay. saved my behind it just is so good so what smell do you like there are three on here um, I have done the lavender. My friend Allison, who lives in Brooklyn, was actually gifted it to me um, for the first time. Okay. Um, so yeah. they have, just so you know, people, we're here to inform. They have the lavender that Mandy loves. They have eucalyptus mint and they have grapefruit jasmine. Listen, I didn't even know there were other flavors. There are other flavors. I love but it. But yeah, so it's just a great cause and their products are just so good. I also have their, um, here beside me, I have the moisturizing hand lotion. Love it. Love needles. This will farm. is their um, mantra. Um, and also like I went to... I was in Nashville when my mom had surgery for something. And so I was in Nashville while she recovered. And I saw that John Prine was playing at the Ryman on a Wednesday night and that Jason and Amanda were going to be there in sports. Of course I bought a ticket. Well, it was a fundraiser for Thistle Farms and I didn't even know, but that's what you got to love. So John Prine's wife is on the board of Thistle Farms. I love went to a concert with John Prine and Jason Isbell and Amanda Shires and oh Reba McIntyre how you doing um so anyway 
Bissell Farms um, is great. Texas is very interested in these earrings as well. And just like with Noonday, Mandy, if you go on the jewelry section, it tells you what countries these things are coming from and where they're helping to empower women. So, you know, That's I'm right. down for that. So <laughs> like um, Thailand, Haiti, you know, there's all different parts of the world that get to sell their wares here. India, and they're beautiful things. So I love that. One of the things they were talking about at that fundraiser that they were doing is they had taken the rubber from, this was in the midst of one of the immigration crisis where people were on, were on boats, on mm -hmm. the rubber boats coming in to Florida. And like several of the boats had sunk. And so they had taken the rubber from those boats and turned them into welcome mats. Oh stop it and the proceeds from the sale of the welcome mats was going to go back to helping um See, you know, that's like, what I, love. On, I love that yeah I so, love thistle farms is awesome well now uh, i have more money to spend thanks mandy <laughs> get the bomb i'm telling you the bomb so i'm gonna what i'm gonna do too i'm gonna make sure that i link i'll put the the main website on the show notes yeah um okay and then the second thing i have this week it's it's actually a line it's a whole line i linked to one sweater but old baby okay. has got this new line it's called so soft and okay. i got just like a the v-neck loose fitting sweater y'all they're not lying it is so soft it always feels like <laughs> this is my insightful commentary i don't know why that just tickles me so soft it's so it's soft like, it's always like fleece like it wow. is okay soft, but it's a sweater like and they, I love that. i've got the like i said i've got the like little v-neck and it's like a loose fit so it's not like a tight sweater yeah. on you um but they've got it in all different kinds of styles and um I looked today, they didn't have it on crazy sale today, but y'all know they'll put it back on sale before yeah. Christmas. And it's old navy, not they're never really yeah. not, but it'll be half price. Yeah. It'll be twelve dollars. Twelve dollars to twenty-four. What what? Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so highly recommend the so soft line from I can't wait to look at yeah. that. It's nice talking. Um I watched American Symphony on netflix do you know about this i don't but it's a hundred percent now on my list because okay. john, is it a john documentary Batiste. yes oh, it's john Batiste, who is oh did you hear him on um jack shepherd armchair expert yes yeah I so john Batiste is stephen colbert's uh mm. fan leader and he's it's, just it's an he's popularly known he's an american but treasure he is amazing y'all he was oh. he's from new orleans grew up in new orleans went to juilliard um started do started this band something human um and they would like play yes. on the subways simple human no that's a trash can <laughs> simple <laughs> human is a great trash can by the way if you need a new trash can um but he's just 
I mean that after that interview on expert, they're like, like he's not of this planet. Like he's he not. is just a positive energy force who is so incredibly creative. And so this documentary follows him. He he released an album several years ago that won like a cabillion Grammys. And so this was being filmed at the time all those Grammys were announced. Ooh, the Grammy nominations be in Atlanta, were Atlanta, announced. March third. Ooh, girl, we might have to do that. Um, but he composed a. Uh, he was commissioned to compose a symphony. It was performed one night um, at Carnegie Hall, and so this documentary was going to be documenting his creative making process which is fascinating yeah um as he composed a symphony but then at the same time his wife had a reoccurrence of her i think it was myeloma um she had been in remission for 10 years and then it came back and she was having to have a bone marrow transplant and this was like in the midst of covid still being you know very prevalent i don't think it was 2020 i think it was like 2021 maybe um but so the documentary just follows all of that and it is just beautiful so highly recommend that and and everything to do with his armchair expert is my favorite armchair expert that they've had in a while yeah it was great so good an amazing human being just a life force all up in all on his own i'm looking for the name of his band because it's gonna make me crazy <laughs> something human <laughs> being human or something anyway you keep looking um my next thing is stay human stay human stay human okay. good job stay yeah. human. march 3rd mm-hmm. yeah um Okay, so my next thing is, so I'm very particular about my Christmas music, mm. as you might imagine. Um, and I, I actually, I listen to so many podcasts these days, I haven't listened to as much Christmas music as I should. Mm-hmm. But my very favorite Christmas album is Robert Shaw Christmas, Angels on High. Okay. All, all the Robert Shaw Christmas music, if you just enter Robert Shaw Actually, if you do that on Spotify, I think it pulls up a um, gigantic uh, man who is a uh, jazz artist, I think. Mm. Um, that's not the Robert Shaw. So if, if Atlanta Symphony Orchestra Christmas might be the search for you on uh, Spotify. But on Apple, if you enter Robert Shaw, it pulls oh, up Robert right. Shaw. Yep. Um and it's just that's my favorite christmas album add to library done that O magnum mysterium okay Girl. Mm. so uh highly recommend that and then yeah. of course dolly and kenny rogers have a great christmas album too love it Indie christmas mm-hmm. um so i like a good mix there uh and then my last thing it's i went so i never i've never i've didn't subs- I rarely subscribe to Spotify Premium when Armchair Expert first went Spotify exclusive. I actually just didn't even listen to it for a while because I was like, I'm not getting on Spotify. 
Right. And then I relented and I joined just not pay Spotify, just, you know, regular Spotify. Yeah. Now they have gone back to not being Spotify exclusive and Spotify changed their homepage. And I was like, okay, I'm done with Spotify. And so I went back to Apple podcasts in that transition. I lost some of the things I had subscribed to on Spotify. Okay. And I just recently remembered that I have not been listening to the pop culture happy hour. Is that on on Apple? It is on Apple. It is on Spotify. It is on all your podcasting platforms. It is an NPR podcast. And I have listened to it for probably, I don't know, 10 years. Because, you know, NPR was doing This American Life and Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and all that. Like, this has been around that long. Okay. And Linda Holmes and Stephen Thompson and Glenn Weldon and Aisha. And I can't remember Aisha's last name because she's the new kid on the block. She's Mm -hmm. only been in for like four years. Um, But the rest of them have been around forever. And, and they actually used to, used to be Trey Graham, Graham like the cracker is what Linda would say at the end of every podcast. Um, and Trey left a while back, but anyway, so it used to be, I think twice a week they would release episodes. Yeah. And then now they have changed the format a little bit and they have many more guests who come in and it's a, a weekly, I mean, it's a daily podcast, uh, but they just recently this week released their favorite things from 2023 yeah it was the og host who i love and so just listen to the three of them plus aisha who i also like but she's not an og um it was just so great and they're yeah. just hysterical and they make me laugh out loud and i'll i need to go back i'll try to go back and find they had an episode way back when like maybe their first year they were doing the podcast where they talked about their favorite christmas stuff and glenn weldon talking about the heat miser (laughs) it's one of the funniest things you will ever hear i'll try to go find that and link that too but pop culture happy hour it's just delightful it's just a fun they're smart they're kind they're just good people and i love their take on everything pop culture so I'm being French kissed by Texas. Listen, him's a sweet boy. He's the sweetest. He really is. And he was not here as much when I lived here. They got him right after I moved because he's a baby. But he loves me just as much, clearly. Obviously. Um, so the one this and I hope it is um remind it reminds me of it when I listen to it because I can't wait. But the one that I miss the most. You sniffing the boat? He's going to be on the mic here in a minute. Um, is Dinner Party Download. Did you ever listen to that? Yeah. So what they would do is a album to listen to, a drink, and conversation starters for a dinner party. Oh, and it was sure. just so fun. But they ran out of steam and went yeah. away. But if you ever get the chance, I think you can go back. I don't think it's very like timely. So yeah. I think it would still hold up today. But that's also a good one. But it's gone. So when you said I found it, I was like, oh, I need dinner party download to be found again. 